flashback episode. Today marks the 200th episode of One Simple Shift, and to celebrate, I have something extra juicy to share with you. I'm giving you a very real behind-the-scenes look at what it actually took to grow my coaching business. Why? Because I truly believe in the value of sharing what building an online business actually looks like and how one-on-one support can be the very thing that gets you out of your own way faster than anything else out there. That's why during this flashback episode, I'm airing actual recordings from my sessions with my incredible business mentor and success coach, Lacey Seitz. You'll get a front row seat to some of the mindset blocks and patterns that I've worked through to take my coaching biz from zero to fully booked. Honestly, I struggled for way longer than I care to admit to actually make money when I pivoted to coaching. This mindset block of success is a struggle came up again and again in different ways. My hope in airing this is that it helps you to identify where this mindset block may be coming up for you so you can create more success that actually feels like success. P.S. Love this flashback episode and want to hear more? Tune into the sales series linked in the show notes and beginning at episode 91, where you can listen to the real behind the scenes of me being coached on shifting my mindset around sales. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I have such a juicy episode for you today. I know that this is the 200th episode of One Simple Shift, and I am celebrating that big time. Seriously, this podcast has been going on for years now, and I am just so, so grateful that you continue to tune in week after week, that you've been on this journey with me, and I am just so excited for what's ahead and what is going to unfold as I continue this journey. So thank you so much for being here. And with that, I am so incredibly excited to dive into something a little bit different today. I thought it being the 200th episode that it would be a fun idea to do a flashback episode and re-air well, I guess air for the first time, sessions with my business coach, Lacey Seitz, and really share that with you and share what the journey has looked like and how I've personally worked through mindset challenges to build my business and really have the business that I have today. So the point of this isn't just for me to have vulnerability hangover because I know that's totally part of this and it's totally going to happen. But the point of this is really to shed more light on the journey. I know that there is a lot of noise in the online space and a lot of phrases thrown around like I did it so you can do it too. 
And I think that it's one thing to hear that and sort of know that intellectually. And it's a different thing to really embody that, right? And really believe that what is possible for someone else is also possible for you. Our brains can have a really difficult time grabbing onto that concept. So that's really what my aim is in sharing these behind the scenes sessions with my business coach is just to give you more insight into what it looks like to build this business, essentially, what it looked like in my own journey and working through my own mindset blocks that were coming up again and again and again to really have that support and stay in it so that I could see this business grow. Because those of you who may not have been here from the beginning, I essentially built this business from zero. I had a branding and design business. I ran that business successfully for three plus years before pivoting to coaching. I left those 10K brand and website design projects that I was landing behind to go all in on this coaching dream of mine. And I do not regret it for a second, but by no means has it been a straightforward path. And I think that that's a really important thing to shine a light on as well. And in that, I really truly believe that we always move forward faster with the right mindset and support. And I know that that is something that I found personally. I have had the same business coach since starting this business at zero clients and zero money and really growing it from there essentially. So I know for me personally, Staying with the same coach for years has really been so helpful and so supportive because she knows me so well. She knows my patterns. She knows what is coming up and what I need to work through in order to reach that next level. And that is just so, so useful in a coach because you're able to simply work through things in a different way by way of someone really knowing you well and knowing those patterns and being able to call you out when you're holding yourself back and all of it, right? So I know for me personally, that has been such an asset as I've grown my business. And I also know that the same mindset blocks came up again and again in different ways. And the reason I want to point this out is because one, I'm hoping to do more of these kind of flashback episodes to share more of the journey with you. And I really want you to know that a lot of this stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you is all going to be around a centralized mindset block, right? I think we'll really dive into one specific mindset block in each flashback episode that I do. I haven't really decided how frequent I want those to be or what that's going to look like, but I figured we'd definitely do this one for the 200th episode and then we can sort all the rest of that out from there. But the same block comes up again and again and again at different points in my journey. So you are going to hear sessions that may be weeks, months, heck, even years apart from one another. And the reason I'm showing you this is not to, not to be like, oh my gosh, Amanda worked through the same thing for years. 
but it's to show you that sometimes I have clients who say, oh my gosh, I thought I already worked through this block or I thought I already dealt with this or I, why is this coming up again? They'll get really frustrated by that. And what I have found to be true is that most of the time, it's just the same stuff that comes up at every next level of our life and business. So our mindset stuff looks very similar as our business grows. It's just that it will show up in different forms. So that's kind of good news and bad news there. The good news is you'll have so much awareness around what your patterns are, how your mindset blocks show up for you, really what ways you might hold yourself back, what those blind spots are. You'll be able to spot them so much quicker simply by way of having that awareness. And of course, when you have that awareness around mindset blocks, you're able to spot it quicker, you're able to move through it quicker. So it really doesn't feel like it holds you back nearly as much as it did in the beginning of your business or when it felt like a really charged, intense thing. The other thing that I will say there is that it is okay that that happens, right? It is okay that the same stuff comes up again and again because that we all have those core things, right? Those core things that we need to work through, right? And I think that, yes, we can work through them again, but that doesn't mean they they completely dissolve or go away. It just means that we move through them faster next time. They don't hold us back as much as they did in the past. So that's just super helpful to know because it's going to help you to spot your own patterns. It's going to help you to spot when the same things are coming up again. And you're going to have that confidence that you worked through it once so you can work through it again, even though it might be showing up in a slightly different way. So for example, one of my mindset blocks was I like to make everything feel really, really hard. I thought the struggle was totally required for success, especially in the beginning of my business. Now, this is a pattern I still catch myself doing to this day, right? Trying to struggle my way to get there. Now, I also know that my sort of manifestation lever that I pull to really manifest my goals faster is surrender and detachment and enjoyment and bringing more of that into my life and business. And I swear this works every single time. So yes, the same mindset block comes up. However, I have the awareness now to spot it a lot quicker and then also to shift it that much quicker. And I really believe this is how we cultivate the mindset to take more of the right actions in our business is because we're able to spot it. We're able to get the support, move through it, just have it feel like so much less intense than it originally did in the beginning. Because I know in the beginning, I just thought that was the way it was, right? That was just my truth. That was my reality was, oh my gosh, it has to be harder. This isn't going to work. So just super interesting to notice how that mindset block can still come up. It can still come up in different ways. And yet it is the work that I do to bring myself back to enjoyment, ease, surrender, detachment, so that I can see the results that are on the other side of that. So That is the perspective that I really encourage you to take as you are listening to these flashback episodes is I really want you to see how the same stuff comes up again and again at different points in my journey. And this will be 
like not necessarily in sequential order because that would be a whole headache for me to pull coaching sessions for and I think would be really difficult for me to make sure that you're not hearing things like out of order and all the things, right? So I do want you to be aware that some of this stuff is coming up very early on in my business. Some of this stuff was sort of in the middle. I don't know. Some of this stuff may be more recent. I haven't pulled the episodes yet. That's why I'm speaking about this in vague terms. But essentially, my goal is for you to see how the same thing can come up multiple times. And it really is that work, that mindset work to shift it again and again and again that really helps me to, has helped me to move forward in my business and see the big results that I wanted on the other side. So this is the work that helped me to book out my coaching practice. This is the work that I truly believe in. It is the work that has helped me to quite literally have the business that I have today. And it's also the work that I love to support my clients in consequently. It's so interesting to me that the two things I like resisted the most in the beginning beginning of this business, mindset and sales have essentially become the two things that I love most about my job and love most about supporting my clients is those are the things that have really moved the needle for me. And I see it with my clients as well. So I am hoping that this episode sheds so much light on what it takes to build a business, what it takes to stay in it, what that support looks like, how to continue sticking with it even when things look difficult, like they're not working, when it feels hard, all of it, right? So that you can really see the results that you want, like more clients, more money in the bank, right? So that is what we're talking about today. That's what I'm diving into in this series. I also wanted to share before we dive in, that I am by no means giving a full picture of these sessions, right? And I just want to be really open and honest about that. There is often so much more going on in life, in my business, than is brought up in these one-hour coaching sessions each week. And I'm certainly, certainly not giving the full picture and extent of that during these small clips, right? So I just want you to remember as you're listening that you are, you're hearing the highlights, right? Or not necessarily the highlights, because I think some of these are kind of low moments that we're going to share. But I want you to be aware that this is by no means the full extent of my coaching or my, it just isn't the full picture, right? But the reason I'm sharing them is because I think they're still valuable when you can see them pieced together in this way, when you can understand these mindset blocks that are coming up and you can see the patterning enough to notice when they're coming up for you as well. And really just have that evidence that you can bank, that you can work through these very same mindset blocks as well. So all of that to say, I hope you enjoy these. I hope it gives you insight into what me building my business looked like. I hope it gives you insight into the mindset blocks that I worked through so that you can identify them and work through them as well. And I hope it's just fun to get an inside peek. I feel like it's kind of like a reality TV show, right? Except podcast version and Amanda version. So I'm rolling with it. I'm super excited about it. And yay for episode 200 of One Simple Shift. All right, let's dive into the first clip. It was difficult. Like the first few times I practiced it, I felt like I was like 
like, you know, when you're like gasping for air, when you're like, <laughs> like, but I want to, but I want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's what it felt like the first few times. And then I felt like I got better at like recognizing when I was doing it, like when I was spiraling and when I was having those thoughts that I like, this isn't necessary. Um, so I just stopped like, and that, that was working really well. I did feel like there was like this fear creeping in that was like, okay, but if I don't freak out about it, like this is like a safety mechanism, right? So if I'm not worried about it, then like what's going to happen? So I noticed that I was feeling a lot better, but there was still that part of me that was like, but don't I need, like, but shouldn't I be worried about this? Like, shouldn't I be freaking out? Um, that being, Like almost like it felt a little irresponsible. Yeah. It made for bookkeeping an interesting experience. Because <laughs> 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 I was just like, I'm just doing this. So I'm not thinking too much about it. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, I love that. <laughs> so that was that was special. But like, I mean, so just an ex- as an example, like I got a check in the mail this week from like an affiliate, um, like the developer I work with for websites. I got an affiliate check check for like a referral um, that I like knew would come, but wasn't like expecting and didn't really know how much it would be and like all of that it was just kind of like well I need a developer and you're my go-to so whatever um but that like came in the mail this week and it was like three times what I thought it would be and I was like sweet um so that was kind of like evidence that like even if I'm not freaking out like the money does still come you know I would I would add a caveat to that was which is it still comes and it comes easier and maybe even more and comes with like more flow attached to it, right? Yeah. So that felt good. So yeah, so that that was like an interesting exercise. Um, as I said, I'm still like questioning it. I'm still like, uh, but shouldn't I be freaking out? Yeah, let's talk about that. Give me finish finish telling me a little bit more about I wrote that down to go back to. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably like the biggest takeaway was like, even when I told myself, like, I mean, it was healthy, right? Like, <laughs> like I didn't have any like 4am panic attacks this week, you know, like <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. And part of that is like, I'm doing the exercise, I'm getting better sleep. Like I'm doing the consistent sleep schedule, like all of that I'm sure helps too. Like, but yeah, like not freaking out, like better mindset wise. Okay, so the thing I love most about the clip I just aired is because it really shows how resistant I was in the beginning to actually feeling good and actually allowing myself to not be freaking the F out about money constantly. Now, what you just heard was Lacey asking me about the stop sign exercise, which was a money mindset exercise that she had me do very early on in our coaching together to really stop the spiral when it came to those thoughts about money that were really freaking me out. Now, I've talked about this before, and many of you know that my design business was largely built on referrals, which meant that 
I felt like the results were always happening outside of me. I didn't feel like I was connected to those results and I certainly didn't feel like I was the one creating them. It felt like I was relying on that next email to come through my inbox or someone else to refer me and I really made it feel like I didn't actually know how to market and sell in my business which led to this money spiral because I would see those feast or famine seasons in my business. So what she had me do was picture a stop sign every time that thought about money or really just that spiral about being panicked about money came up here. Now, this was very, very transformative. I still talk about it to this day because of the difference it made in my life in seeing that even when I wasn't freaking out about money, it could still flow in. So as you heard in this recording, I received an affiliate payment that was actually like three times what I thought it was going to be. It still flowed in easily. It felt really good, but you can hear just how resistant I was to actually believing that or to actually trusting that in this moment. So I think part of the mindset block here was really thinking that struggle and difficulty was a requirement to building a successful business. I think you heard a little bit about the money struggle. You heard a little bit about how it felt irresponsible to not be freaking out about money all the time. And that mindset was actually the mindset that made it so much more difficult for me to actually trust that money could flow in with ease, that I could get that next client. And quite honestly, I think it just made it more difficult for me to actually understand how mindset contributed to my results because I was always in this kind of disempowered state. (laughs) Sounds a little harsher than what I'm what I'm going for here. But I think that it was really just difficult for me to allow it to flow in easily to actually trust that I could feel good and the money could still flow. So this exercise in particular was such an impactful one for me and really helped me to see that money could flow in from that place. Now, of course, that took time. And of course, that took um, doing this mindset work again and again and really just building up that evidence for myself, but really so powerful for you to see that I'm not kidding about the 3 and 4 a.m. panic in the middle of the night that I would wake up with. That was actually my reality when I first hired my business coach, when I was really looking to make this shift. I wasn't feeling good about where I was at in the design business. I knew I wanted to pivot to coaching, but I just couldn't see the path to getting there. And I was making it really, really difficult on myself in the process as well. So if that's where you're at right now and you feel like the road to getting what you want, like building your business and not freaking out about money or clients could actually be a lot simpler, I invite you to try the stop sign exercise, which is quite literally just just picturing a stop sign when you notice that your thoughts start to spiral and really just choosing to redirect them toward more empowering thoughts and really just shifting your thoughts elsewhere. That could look like distracting yourself. It could look like a belief that serves you more, but really just allowing yourself to stop that spiral in the moment when you notice it happening. All right, let's dive into another way that not feeling good was showing up and really how I was just making it harder on myself and creating results in my business. 
the like relishing and the, yes. the fear or the the thing that you don't want or whatever, right? Yeah. So I think I told you a little bit that like I equated that like it was a lot easier for me to understand once I approached it from sort of like a like running or exercise mindset when I'm like, okay, like I know that there are times when like this isn't fun. (laughs) So know that like I like the results when I like stay consistent with it and I like how I feel after it and I like like pushing myself through that. Um, And there's a lot of like benefits to that, right? So that's kind of how I was trying to think about it. So when I first started doing it, I like couldn't, like it was like staring at a blank wall when I was like, okay, like what did I, like I had to draw it out, right? I'm like, so what did you experience today? (laughs) And like I was thinking about it and I realized that like I just have like this, this like switch, right? And it could be like, I'm very good at compartmentalizing. So it could be that where I just like choose not to, think about it so the first few times I did it like I it was like staring at a blank wall I'm like I don't know what I experienced I don't even remember what happened today like (laughs) did I did I enjoy today was it a good day so when I started actually like thinking about it like okay like let's go through the day like what actually happened what did you do like how did you feel when that was happening that was when I started to like notice um because I feel like you need to be aware of what's happening in order for you to enjoy it right or or even not enjoy it Um, and I feel like I wasn't even giving myself that so when I started to notice um like what I was experiencing and look back on it it also made it easier like I think the first day or two I did that, it made it easier during the day to actually be like, okay, what am I, like, as I was going through it rather than in hindsight, be like, okay, this is really frustrating right now that they want this turned around really quickly, but, you know, at least, like, I'm making money right now and that part feels good and I know that I'm going to be glad that I, like, turn this around and I'm that person for them and all that kind of stuff. So it just, like, I noticed it more as it was happening too, which was interesting. I love that. I mean, I think that's, like, such an interesting insight that you had just from doing that, which is, like, I don't even know what's happening in my day most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And I'm sure to to an extent it's because you've done some of the work of, like, my day looks like this, I've planned it like this, right? So it's not all bad. But, I mean, obviously there's, like, a huge presence component. Mm Mm-hmm that's kind of missing. And it totally makes sense that it's harder to, um, you know, feel that positivity or feel tapped in or feel excited or feel energized about stuff when it's almost like you're just like blank and going through the motions. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. I think a lot of that too is because like, I'm like so tapped out on the design work mm-hmm. that, that it's almost like it's a coping mechanism for me, right? Is mm-hmm. to just like get through it because I know that like on the other side of this is this other project I'm working on and like that's more exciting to me and that feels better to me. So I think like part of that blank wall thing was like, I'm just like getting through, right? Like I'm not thinking, like I'm not putting too much energy towards it. I'm not thinking about it too much. Like it's like literally just a way to make money. But I'm like, I'll be honest, like I am not enjoying the design stuff these days. Like it just doesn't feel good. So, but it's like a means to an end, right? All right. You're going to hate this one, but hang in there with me. I think that that's something we have to change. And I know you're like, hi, that's why I hired you, which is to change 
it so I can do the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that it's not that you shouldn't still do coaching or that you shouldn't still follow what you want. It's just that like you, there's no win where you're miserable in the process, right? Even if it's doing something else. So have you read Leveraging the Universe ever? Mm-mm. I'm going to just make myself a quick note and I'll send it to you. Okay. It's really, really, really good. I think you'll really like it a lot. Point being, he puts forth this philosophy in there, which I really, really, really like. And I've seen it be true for a lot of my clients that have left their nine to fives and stuff and or started the other business or whatever, mm-hmm. which is like, enjoy the shit out of what you're doing. Find any possible way to enjoy the shit out of what you're doing, because that's how you get to the next thing. It's sort of like incorporate the people that are getting promotions are the ones that are like actually enjoying it. The ones that are sitting there going, well, I'll finally really do a good job when I get that promotion I deserve Mm -hmm. are never getting the promotion. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's this way where energetically, we're just like, I'm done with that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just surviving, I'm numbing, I'm whatever. And it impacts where we're going because we're like almost in purgatory, right? (laughs) And so I think that it doesn't mean that you have to want to stay doing design. It doesn't mean you have to love it as much as you're going to love coaching. It just means that you have to find a way to be happy and enjoying your day Mm -hmm. today at this very moment versus seeing it all as a means to an end because that becomes habitual And the same thing will show up in coaching where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm coaching. Great. But it's a means to X. Great. Now I have two clients. That's a means to getting Mm -hmm. full or getting that. Great. Now I have, I'm full. That's just a means to hitting this number mark. Like, and it just becomes this habitual spiral Mm -hmm. where we're never present in our life. We're just waiting. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that feel true? Yeah, that makes sense. So this might be very hard to think about, but I want you to, (laughs) which is what would make your day more enjoyable right now? Even if you have to do design work, like obviously some of the stuff you're doing of like relishing in the moment is helping a little bit, but like what, what else needs to happen? Like, obviously you're willing to like grin and bear it a little bit, but much like with running, there are portions where that happens, but overall macro, it has to be an enjoyable thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so this clip that I just aired was really my first taste of feel good, close more sales. Now, of course, we're not framing it in exactly that way, but this conversation right here was really where that belief was planted. It was this idea that I could actually enjoy the process of building the coaching business and enjoy the process of doing design work, which of course was supporting that pivot on the way to getting the results that I actually wanted, like getting clients in the coaching business and actually building the thing, right? That was something that was totally new to me. I was definitely not thinking about it in that way. And I think I was definitely taking more of an approach of, I will just grin and bear it, right? You literally heard me say those words. And I love the conversation that we had here so, so much because this was really the permission that I needed to actually start enjoying design work more, to actually lean into enjoyment of the process of building this business instead of just grinning and bear it, right? You literally heard me say that phrase. And that was really the mindset I was taking to the design work. It was this 
this approach of, I just need to get through this so I can get the result I want and I can get out of this thing. And quite honestly, it was by enjoying the process that I was able to stay in it long enough to build the coaching business. It was by bringing enjoyment into my day to day in doing the design work, enjoying that more. I had really amazing clients flow to me after that point when I started enjoying it more that actually funded building the coaching business so that I could continue to work with Lacey. I could hire a VA, right? So one business really funded the other during that process, but it was because I was able to shift that even if just a little bit by bit to actually enjoying the design work more. And I found that to be so, so incredibly helpful in just getting into a different energy and mindset so that I could continue to build the coaching business and actually get clients and see the results that I wanted. This is something that I continue to see with clients all the time when they want to leave their full-time job or when they're pivoting their own businesses. They just want out so badly. And you can hear in this past clip, I wanted that very same thing too. I wanted out so badly. However, what I know to be true is like attracts like, right? So it's really hard to create more of what we want from that place of absolutely hating everything in the process. One of my favorite quotes that Lacey said during this clip is there's no win where you're making yourself miserable in the process. And I just have found that to be so incredibly true in my work with clients as well. So the question really becomes, how can you feel good in the process of building the business? Because that's going to actually be the thing that helps you to stay in it, that helps you to keep working toward what you want so that you can see those big results. But when you hate everything about it, it's really, really difficult to create amazing results from that miserable mindset and energy. So this is your encouragement. If you are in a place of not necessarily enjoying your day to day or not really being where you want to be yet, really look at how can you feel good in the process? How can you start wrapping that enjoyment around what it is that you're doing so that you can feel good and you'll find that the right people, opportunities, really amazing things tend to happen in the process simply by way of shifting your mindset and shifting your energy. Let's see what else you got on this little list here. <laughs> um, fear is like, holy hell, <laughs> who knew there were so many? Who knew how much energy it takes to ignore so many? <laughs> like, I had no idea. Like, I, I mean, I was just ignoring them. Yeah. Like, flat out not acknowledging them, which I re- now realize was taking way more energy than just actually like acknowledging them and dealing right, with like them. Right, like pretending they don't exist is like a lot of fucking work. And it just, it like made so much sense once I wrote it out because I was like, oh, like this, like these are all the reasons I'm not doing these things is because these are all here, like over here and we're just ignoring them. Yeah. Um, so it'd be like if you were pretending like your kitchen didn't like did have a ceiling. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh no, it's fine. It's totally fine. We're just going <laughs> to pretend it's there. It's totally fine. Like, right. It's, it's just so much effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, 
it felt really good to write them all out. And I know that um, the initial ex- assignment was to write out like all the fears that were re- related to me getting a client, but I ended up just like, sh- like free writing like every <laughs> fears. Okay. Because it was just easier for me to be like, oh no, not that one right now. Like this is only client-based fears. It was just like, all right, let's just get them all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially if they were coming up, right? Like you, like you don't want to be like, oh, you hide for now. I'll get <laughs> yeah. to you later. You're like, well, if you're here, let's just get it on out, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think a lot of it, but like really was, I mean, there were a good amount of ones there about getting a client like, what, like, what if I'm not qualified? Like, what if I lose all the freedom I had? Like, what if I, these people like, don't think that like my work is valuable? What if people don't believe in vision boards? What if like, there were like so many of those like client based ones, but there were a lot of other things like that freedom thing has held me back in like the design business too. And like a ton of other areas of my life because my brain always goes to like 10 steps ahead so like um, inquiry comes in, immediate overwhelm because what if this is going to be way more work than I think it is? And what if this client isn't the perfect client? And what if they want me to work weekends? And what if they can't respect the fact that I'm a one-woman show and want to go on vacation? And then like what's going to happen? Like all of those come up. And, and then like, you're like, it was literally diet. just <laughs> an email in my inbox. Like <laughs> that, that wants to pay you, which is awesome. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so I was realizing like how much of that was, is like actually going on. And that was eye opening because I was like, I'm like basically making it hard for me to do anything. Well, I think that totally correlates with the fact that you've been making enough too, because you're only willing to do it when you kind of have to Mm -hmm. versus like, it's harder to get to that, whatever, higher spot because it's like, but then my freedom's taken away and I want my freedom more than I necessarily want that next client. Right. Yeah. But I think that like a really important thing for you to look at would be like, this is going to sound weird way to say it, but like freedom versus money. Mm Mm-hmm. What do those things mean to you and how do you want them to coexist in your life? <laughs> right? Because like money inherently gives you freedom too, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, right? Yeah. Um, maybe sometime freedom, maybe not, depends. But like if you can have a clear vision, then it feels safer to let it in. So like, I'm just going to make something up here. But like, say you're like, okay, I want more time freedom. So I would love money from a new client to go to me being able to get a housekeeper. Because then I don't have to spend my time on dishes and cleaning. I am going to spend it with this new client, but that still feels more free to me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe it's like, I want this new client because I want to go on this trip. And that is what freedom really feels like is like having the ability, whatever. But like, can you figure out how you want them to live together? Because then it feels safe for it to come in. Right now, you only are looking at the bad side potentially. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at how does this client actually give me more freedom? Yeah, I've only ever looked at the bad side. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like, I need to think on how they can live together because right now everything in my head is like, well, if, like, that comes in, then I have to be, like, around 24-7 and I have to be, like, I can't go on vacations because I'm going to be here and, like, it's a double-edged sword because, yes, the money will be coming in, but, yes, I won't be able to do things anymore and it, like, spirals. Here's what I think is the 
you know, like baseline under this, just for perspective is like, you just have a little bit of PTSD from like when you were grinding it out in New York. Right. Yeah. And so everything's running through that filter right now, even though it's not even remotely similar, close to the same as at all. Right. Yeah. I think it's also that like startups in general, especially in the design world are like, go, go, go. And they want things like turned around immediately. And I think that's so like, that is close to what I was dealing with before. And so I just like see so much potential there for it to turn back into that. And that's like, that's what scares me. Also, I've, I've actually had some like pretty nasty clients that are probably resulting in like part of this too is like people who don't understand boundaries or space or, you know, vacation. Like, well, what am I going to do? Who will I send it to? You know, things like that. I'm going to use a relationship example here. But you know how it's like if you've been in a bad relationship or someone, whatever, maybe they like discounted your feelings a ton. So then you get into a new relationship. And even if somebody like does that in the slightest way, you're like, there it is. It's happening again. This always happens to me. I always get my feelings discounted. And it's like not actually what's happening. You're living in two years ago when you were in that situation. And then you're bringing it to this. And it's truthfully how many people rock a relationship, right? Is because they're, they're living in an old one while being in a new one, right? Mm-hmm. And I can say the same for a business, right? Which is like, you're living in an old client story and an old design story now, right? And you're going to take that to coaching too. Like you could say, oh, it's just because design's similar, but it's, it's already overlapping into coaching. Oh right? yeah, no, it's totally. It's there. Yeah. So it's really kind of just realizing like I'm operating on old programming and it's my job to reprogram it. Instead of it's my job to set up all these huge walls and boundaries around me so it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? I mean, certainly be smart. I'm not in any way suggesting you don't have like smart turnaround times in your contract and that you don't have reasonable boundaries, but I think you're almost building like a freaking wall. Yeah. <laughs> I have like the Fort Knox of clients and right. like, uh, knock, knock. Can I like maybe ask you you're a like, question? No. <laughs> You can climb over my wall, right? So I sort of think that's the piece is like when you're looking at that, it's it's really going, hey, this is my old programming, right? Yeah. And I can definitely recognize like that. I love this clip so much because this is the moment that I realized exactly how much of that struggle and feeling like getting clients was really difficult and hard was actually based in previous programming based on simply the belief that having more clients was actually going to take away some of that freedom that I really valued having in my business. This was such an eye-opener for me because I had no idea that this fear was lingering under the surface, and I really didn't know how much of this had been based in previous programming. Now, the exercise that really brought all of this to light was the fear inventory, and this was a exercise that Lacey suggested where I literally 
literally just wrote out all of the fears that I had around getting a client. And as you heard during this clip, I had no idea how many fears were actually lingering under the surface there and really making it more difficult for me to get that next client and make money in any business, whether that was the design business or whether that was the coaching business, because underneath it all was the fear that if I got a client in either business, I was sacrificing the freedom that I had worked so hard to build in having my own business. So when Lacey mentioned, a lot of this was based off of previous programming, working jobs I had in the past, working in New York, and really the belief that more clients equaled more stress. And the perspective that she really encouraged in this clip was that more clients actually equals more freedom. And that was something that really, really helped me and supported me in actually getting that client, actually getting that very first client in the coaching business and actually getting clients in the design business that supported that pivot as well. This mindset was a game changer. I cannot tell you enough. I cannot emphasize it enough because I did not know exactly how much of the sort of default settings, if you will, I was operating off of. I didn't know all the reasons that I was so terrified of getting that next client. And when I was able to peel back those layers, when I was actually able to see those fears on the page, it made it so much more obvious why it was that I was finding it difficult to take action to actually get that next client. It all made so much more sense to me. So the perspective I really encourage here is to understand that often when we have programming or patterns where we're tending to make business feel really difficult or hard, or it feels hard to get that client, there's usually mindset things lingering under the surface old programming that we're operating under that are actually making it more difficult to take those actions that are going to support us in getting the results that we want in our business. I see this with my clients all the time, and it's why I am so fired up about supporting them in the mindset work to take more of the right actions in their business so that they can land more sales is because most of us I think deep down, truly know the actions that will bring us closer to the results that we want. I have this conversation with clients when they first start with me all the time is this conversation of, I know what I should be doing, but I'm not doing it. And anytime I hear that phrase, it really is an indication to me that there is more mindset stuff lingering under the surface. There's more to dive into there, whether that's fears, whether that's previous programming, so that they can really begin to see some of that subconscious programming, bring it to their consciousness on the page and really help them to see all of the things that may be standing in the way really help bring those blind spots to light so that they can take more of the action that's in alignment with they with what they want and see bigger results because of it. So this has served me so incredibly well in my coaching business. It has literally grown 
my business to the point at which it is today. So I'm so, so thankful that we were able to really dive in and do this work to understand that previous programming that was really running the show here so that I could shift it. And this is work that you can do as well. This fear inventory is not a hard exercise, but it is so, so powerful in understanding the ways that you might be holding yourself back in understanding your blind spots so that you can really shift them. So highly, highly encourage that exercise. And I'm just so thankful that I was able to identify those blocks so that I was able to move through them because I think deep down we don't really want business to feel hard we don't want it to feel like a struggle to get that next client but I think that sometimes we're just operating under that old programming and really being able to shift that can be an absolute game changer for your results as well yeah so I'm feeling I'm feeling all the feelings I have a lot of feelings right now. All the feelings. Tell me about all your feelings. Um, okay, so letting go of the design retainer client feels really good, but also like terrifying. Yeah. So like definitely like I think it just felt good to like take the action because I think that for like I had just been like putting it off and I was like I need to fucking do this and then I was like but it's on Monday and it's the first day of the month and no one wants that news on that day so we'll just put it off (laughs) um but yeah so it just felt good to like finally like have it out there and be like no like this is actually what I want this is the direction I'm committing to and like even though it makes no fucking sense right now it's fine it does make sense don't say that but go on (laughs) well it feels like it kind of like I think it makes sense in a broad sense it doesn't like I I find myself like looking at the numbers and being like oh like this doesn't like financially, it doesn't make a lot of sense right now, but I really want to give you a hard time there though for a second. Okay, go. Like, do you notice how that's just a story you can tell yourself where like you, or you could say like, it actually makes a lot of sense for me to take that time back. So financially I can sign more clients in my business and I can use it. Like you, you could tell one story or the other, or like it totally financially makes sense for me to do this because that's the time I'm going to use on podcasts, which are going to book me more clients. So like, I think you have to get in that where like, you're like, no, literally it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Financially, it's terrible. And it's like, you're almost like perpetuating the cycle, right? Yeah. Okay. Fair. I can see how like no longer having that split focus and how opening up more time in my schedule just to like even do more marketing things or even like, you know, have more client spots or whatever is going to be helpful. Exactly. Okay. It's going to lead to more revenue. It's going to lead to more revenue. Yes. Okay. So I am literally cracking up as I am re-listening to this because you can hear how much I am wrapping struggle around this milestone in my business that I have been literally working toward for a long time. This is me letting go of my last design retainer client, which is really, really exciting and was really, really scary at the time because of that pivot, right? This was literally the moment that I pivoted from one to the other. So it was definitely a scary moment. I think those feelings are totally justified, but you can see how much that mindset block of feeling like I 
I have to struggle my way to success or feeling like it has to be difficult is really popping up again here. However, what I would like to point out is how quickly I shifted it. This recording from our session was probably only about three minutes long. And why that's interesting to notice is because of the reasons I chatted about earlier in this episode, how your same stuff will come up again and again and again. However, what changes is your ability to notice it and move through it faster. Now, of course, that's easier with the right support. And Lacey really reminds me of that so beautifully in the clip I just shared. However, it is so helpful to see that this stuff comes up at every next level of your business. But when you know your stuff, you can bring awareness around it quicker and you can move through it quicker by shifting that story. So that's really what happened here. I really wrapped a story around how I made no financial sense and this was like a really scary thing. And again, just really wrapping that struggle around this. And Lacey was really quick to remind me that that's just a story that I was telling myself. That's just a story that I could choose differently. So that was really such a valuable reminder. And of course, once she shared that with me, it was so much easier for me to see how that was actually true, that I letting go of the design retainer client was actually going to free up time in my schedule so that I would be better able to really market and sell in my business and of course get more clients, which as you know, is how I booked out my coaching practice. So really just so beautiful to see how that very same story still comes up at this pivot at this really big business milestone. However, I was able to shift it that much quicker. And that is really the value of having the right mindset and having the right support in place so that you can really move through those challenges, have that reflection that there's a choice in the story you tell yourself, and you're able to really just move faster in your business because of it. So wanted to share that with you. So, so incredibly proud of that moment of pivoting and really just so celebrating myself in that because I think that was such a valuable part of the journey and really just so valuable to see that the same mindset blocks came up again, but I was able to move through it faster. Okay, so that's what I've got for you today. I really hope that you enjoyed the clips that I shared. It feels super vulnerable to put these out there, but I trust that it's really going to help so many people to understand their own mindset blocks and move through them with more ease, which is so, so worth it to me. I also hope that it really helped you to see how the same mindset block was coming up again and again and again. This is something that I really want to normalize because this is such an important part of mindset work is typically the same patterns and programming really do show up again at every next level. So I hope it really helped you to see how that belief that success needed to be a struggle was really a block that I had, but also that there was so much more there, right? There was money mindset things. There was fear coming up. There was previous programming in the mix there. There were so many different variables at play, but 
underlying all of it was really that belief that it's got to be hard, right? It's got to be a struggle or it is hard to land clients and it is a struggle to land clients. And that was the thing that support really helped me to shift identifying those patterns of noticing where I was making it more difficult, where I was creating stories that didn't necessarily need to be there or served me really helped me to move through this particular blind spot and this particular mindset block so that I could welcome more ease into my business so that I could feel good first and then close more sales because of it. So I truly believe that shifting your mindset is one of the core ways that you can really feel good so that you can close more sales. And I would absolutely love to support you in that work. And with just having opened up two new Future You coaching spots, there is no better time to join me than the present. So you may have heard on the last episode, but I have been fully booked and have made a decision to open up two more Future You coaching spots. And I would absolutely love for you to join me before rates go up. After those two spots are booked, I will be raising rates. So this is such an amazing opportunity for you to take advantage of the current price before that is gone. So again, Future You is my six-month one-on-one coaching program. It is my signature program where you and I do a deep dive on your mindset so that you can actually feel good, close more sales, and thrive in business because of it. This program has taken clients from zero to their first 2K, 5K, 10K, 15K, all the way up to 20K months. And Honestly, that's not even the part that I'm most proud of. I care deeply about their success in business, but I care even more about their success as a human being. The part that I love is that I have supported these clients in building their business in a way that feels really freaking good to them, and they have thrived because of it. So if you are looking for support in doing the mindset work that is going to help you thrive so that you can get big results of your own, then I would absolutely love to chat. You can join me for a free clarity call. I'll drop the link to that in the show notes so that you can grab a time that works for you, or that's at amandajoyceweber.com slash clarity call. And during that call, we'll really get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge so that you're super clear on the shifts that are going to make the absolute biggest difference for you in our work together. And you just feel really good about having this mindset and sales support so that you can create the kind of big results you desire. So again, I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved creating it. If you did, definitely shoot me a DM over on Instagram and let me know. I will create more like this in the future based on feedback and all that kind of good stuff. So definitely don't hesitate to share that with me. Let me know if you enjoyed it. As always, would be so incredibly grateful if you would also leave a review And that only helps us to get this podcast into the earbuds of more people who need it most so that they can shift their mindset as well. So thank you so much for tuning in, celebrating episode 200, which feels so amazing, right? So good. And again, thank you so much for being here because this podcast literally would not be here without you. And I'm just always so grateful that you continue to tune in week after week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. 
Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Ease, surrender, all of the... Okay, hold on. I feel like all those words got bunched together there. (laughs)